Welcome to Walk Around the Block, where today none of us can calm down. Hello, hello, hello. It is a beautiful day here today. It's a little warm, but it's still a beautiful fall day. I probably should be putting out some fall decorations, but I am not. (laughs) Maybe next week. (laughs) There's just a lot going on. I'm sure you know what I'm going to (laughs) say. So, you know, I kind of touched on this last time, but it's become a whole thing now. A whole thing. Of course, I'm talking about Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. Do we have a name for this yet? I don't know. (laughs) So, okay, so last weekend, I got four hours of sleep last Saturday night. I was all ready for a little nap on Sunday afternoon when my husband informed me that, oh, yes, yes, she was. Taylor Swift was at the Chiefs game. Who can sleep when social media and the internet as a whole are exploding? (laughs) Not me. (laughs) So, you know, we have the interest on a pop culture level. We have it on a current events level. And I spent many years working in sports level. And I generally like to know what's going on in the world level. However, we have another very important layer. As I've said like a thousand times, my husband has been a Chiefs fan since elementary school. He has also accompanied me to two Taylor Swift tours. So this whole situation is something we are all in on as a household. We all like Patrick Mahomes, of course, the Chiefs' amazing, very talented quarterback. There is no Super Bowl champion Chiefs without Patrick Mahomes. However, Travis Kelsey is right up there. In fact, my husband may dispute this. He probably will. But I think I might be a bigger Travis Kelsey fan than he is. (laughs) Really, I appreciate what Travis Kelsey brings to the field. And I am not talking about what he looks like or the fact that he's a tight end. Wink, wink. I actually appreciate what he brings to the field. I do. Travis Kelsey keeps Patrick Mahomes level on the field. He balances things out like the energy. He keeps him calm. Mahomes will be all fired up about something and Kelsey will go over and say something to him that lightens the mood. Plus, obviously, he's a great player. He makes great plays all the time. Also, as I mentioned, I did sit through a season of catching Kelsey on E. (laughs) So... (laughs) You know, (laughs) I've had a lot of years of watching Travis Kelsey in some form or another. I feel like I have some good ideas about what number 87 is bringing to the table here. (laughs) I've been breaking this down all week. And, you know, Travis Kelsey, it is an interesting possibility for Taylor Swift because he is very confident. He might be the most confident guy, at least outwardly, that she's ever dated, What he does, it's not subjective like the other guys. It's very quantifiable. Like, everyone knows Travis Kelsey is a great athlete. Also, he deals with the media all the time. It's not just like every couple years when he's promoting a movie or an album or every so often when he's on a red carpet. It's every week, multiple times a week, of course, during the season. So I just think he has a comfort level with headlines and things that maybe the others haven't had. Granted, it's on another level, but still. 
Anyway, so going back, the game's about to get started. Taylor Swift's there. It's a whole spectacle. You know, she's high-fiving his mom. (laughs) Swifties are on social media giving each other crash course lessons (laughs) about how many points a touchdown is. Kelsey did score a touchdown. The Chiefs thankfully won. She may have been smuggled out in a popcorn cart. (laughs) They left the stadium together in an actual getaway car. Like, come on. (laughs) So anyway, all week, you know, then there's the interviews. He talked about it on his podcast. They talked about it on all the shows. Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid, they all commented on it. Patriots coach Bill Belichick, who doesn't usually get involved in such things, even he had a little wisecrack about it. Of course, you could also order whatever you wanted, friendship bracelets, football era sweatshirts, I saw all these people asking for football player romance novel recommendations. Everyone's got their Halloween costume ideas ready. My Spotify's got a Taylor football fan era playlist all queued up for me. (laughs) And now, now we're to the weekend and the Chiefs are in New York slash New Jersey to play the Jets on Sunday Night Football, which is on NBC. NBC put together this promotional sizzle reel set to Welcome to New York, of course. They are saying that Taylor will be there again. Uh, There was a rumor that they were going to be handing out friendship bracelets at the game, but I don't think that's true. It is is a road game after all. (laughs) I can't imagine that flying, even if it is the Jets. My husband keeps saying, imagine if Aaron Rodgers was playing in this game. I can't. I can't imagine it. It would be crazy. I wish I could have seen it. Except that I don't know if we could have handled the stress level it would have created in my house, so it's probably just as well. Although, if Aaron Rodgers can get around on his foot, he too might be there to watch the game. Probably he won't be, but you never know. Taylor and Aaron could watch the game together. (laughs) The Swifties as a collective group wouldn't care, but I would love it. We haven't even gotten into the dynamic between Taylor and Brittany Mahomes. That's a little next level. We can save that one for another time. Okay, so so I have a story that came up recently that kind of sort of loosely could go along with this. So so after the Chiefs game last week, Travis Kelsey rented out a restaurant where he and Taylor and his family and teammates hung out until like 2 a.m. Grand gesture, very nice. My husband has never rented out a restaurant for me. <laughs> he is great at reservations, though, so it's all right. However, once upon a time, someone did tell me that they wrote a song about me. Oh, yes, an actual song. I was like 17 or 18. It was called Paint the Town. I remember this one line. It was in the chorus. It said, and I can still paint the town, all the colors of your evening gown, while I wait for your blonde hair to turn gray. My blonde hair was immortalized in a song forever. So, okay, so the story went like this. The guy was in a band, and they did a demo and put the song on it. They went into New York City to meet with record labels and met with this one executive who listened to it and said, this song right there, this is the one. We could release this one as a single. And this guy said, no, we can't release that one. It it means too much to me. This is what he told me. I was like, are you kidding me? Of course you should release it. But but I was like, I mean, I guess that's a nice sentiment. You know, it's it's nice. So 
So life goes on. That's a fun little fact I get to bust out sometimes, you know, like, oh, yeah, you know, someone wrote a song about me once. <laughs> so so one night, a few weeks back, I can't remember what made me think of it. This guy on my street, his son plays in a band and he had been posting about it. Maybe that's what made me think of it. Anyway, whatever it was, it made me think of it. And I was like, I wonder if he ever ended up releasing that song. I was like, he might have just like put it out there on a website or YouTube or something. I did think maybe it would be on YouTube. So I Googled it one night and I actually found the lyrics. I was like, oh my gosh, this is it. This is the song exactly how I remember it. I cannot believe this is online. This is amazing. I have to show this to my husband. So then I go to click on the link, hoping there's a way I can listen to it. And... Are you ready for the plot twist? (laughs) Because of course there's a plot twist. (laughs) This song that was on this band's demo tape that I did listen to was written by Mick Jagger in 1993. (laughs) And it's not called Paint the Town. It's called Evening Gown. I I was like, are you kidding me? This guy tried to pass off a Mick Jagger song as something he wrote? (laughs) He tried to rip off Mick Jagger? (laughs) Not just like some random guy trying to make it in like Topeka. One of the biggest rock stars of the last century. (laughs) Now, granted, it was not a Rolling Stones song. I am pretty sure it was never even a single, but still. Still, (laughs) obviously he was banking on the fact that I was not a big Mick Jagger fan, and he was right about that. (laughs) But it begs the question, was there ever a band? (laughs) Was there ever a record label? Was there ever a meeting? Was there ever any thought that perhaps one day I would Google said lyrics and Mick Jagger would finally get the credit he deserved? (laughs) I mean, I couldn't believe it. I was like, my 18-year-old self would not be able to believe the audacity. (laughs) I can barely handle it now. (laughs) The absolute audacity. (laughs) I couldn't even listen to the whole song. Of course, now I don't even think it's a very good song. Um, you know how old people, like your grandparents, they tell you stories and you're like, I don't think that actually happened. (laughs) Like, it just feels like it couldn't have really happened, but there's no proof one way or the other. That's how this could have gone. I could have just gone my whole life telling people I had a song written about me once and not just any song, a song that could have been someone's big break. I could have told people that forever. (laughs) You know what? I probably still will. (laughs) I feel like I'm grandfathered in at this point, and now it's basically true, (laughs) right? (laughs) Anyway, fortunately for Taylor, I think Travis will be happy to leave the songwriting and all songwriting credits and claims to her. (laughs) 
Are you ready for some football? <laughs> That's it for today's walk around the block. Follow the podcast on Instagram, Walk the Block Pod. Subscribe or follow on Spotify or Apple or Google Podcasts and leave a review if you feel so inclined. Thank you to all who have left reviews already, and I will see you next week. Thank you.